everybody. Welcome back to the Four Better Podcast. This is Zach and Laura. We are in our Connection series. This is episode seven. We're talking today about how to win the weekend. We both had interesting weekends and we want to share them with you and also talk about how you can win your own. Hey, Zach. Hi, Laura. (laughs) How's it going? Great. I'm actually feeling fantastic. And did you notice that I said actually? (laughs) Why are you feeling fantastic? Um... Okay, wait a second. You have to tell them why actually is funny. Well, because anytime you say something like, wow, I was, what did I say to you? I said, I was actually impressed with you. I was actually impressed with the way you did that. So condescending. Just a passive aggressive. I feel a compliment or not. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You had your, uh, you had your Nashville weekend. How was that? Oh my gosh. You know, it was kind of up and down. My experience was pretty interesting. It was it was a day too long, um, just mm. because I think we were gone for maybe four full days, and I could have gone for three full days. I got really homesick, and I did mm-hmm. not expect that. So I went on this this girls trip with three other moms, and we all have toddlers, and we all have day jobs, and we're just sort of overworked, and we were looking for a little respite. And I had a great time for a day and a half. And then I really started to miss uh, my home. So I actually, we have these drop cams around the house where like nanny cams, because I still have a little one. And I sure. was I was stalking my house for any like sound. Of, I mean, it's in my son's room upstairs. He's never in his room, but I would literally just play drop cam just so I could hear like a squeal or a giggle or something from like downstairs. I know it was pretty sad, but yeah. uh, it was good. So I think the moral of the story is one day shorter and it would have been ideal. Cool. Yeah. What'd you do last weekend? Oh, I had that... Uh... Rebecca and I went on a like a marriage retreat. We went on a treat a retreat about intimacy and connection, and it was probably one day too long. Although we really enjoyed it, we checked into this hotel on Thursday night, and we had three full days of just kind of learning and connecting. And uh, I haven't quite sort of wrapped my head around everything that we learned, but I'm sure I'll be talking about it here pretty soon. But um, yeah. I also missed my kids. They had a um, <clears throat> Everybody was uh, at the retreat was all fired up because the Huskies were playing and they were going to miss it or the Seahawks were playing and they were going to miss it. But uh, I had a soccer game, 10 year old soccer game that I had another parent live tweeting. (laughs) They were just uh, (laughs) texting me everything. I was like, yes, we scored or no, we didn't. You know, so, um, you know, you know what I love about the fact that you went on this retreat is that you're a couples therapist and you are seeking out other expertise in order to build your relationship. And I think that is just the coolest thing. And I remember asking you, because we've talked about this, did you learn anything? And um, and you said, you know, the exercises were the most meaningful to you, which is really great, because I think that we sort of have to synthesize our information of be learners all the time about how people are learning and how they take in information. And not everybody is that way, but I think it's pretty important to give people exercises, actual tangible things to do. I didn't feel like a couples therapist last weekend. Um, Mm -hmm. I definitely was just a husband and that was cool to kind of suspend that for a minute. And yeah, there were lots of lectures and they were meaningful, but it really was the time with talking to other couples and talking specifically with my wife and kind of Mm -hmm. mapping out some new patterns. Um, I feel like we, um, I feel like we won. We won the weekend, which is, mm-hmm. which is my transition into what we're talking about <laughs> today on the podcast. Because we do want to talk a little bit about 
how to win the weekend. I'm I'm actually uh, doing something in my practice more and more, which is just actually actually getting very practical. Like, mm-hmm. okay, if you want to feel closer on Monday than you did on Friday, what do you have to do? And will you do it? And so we talk mm-hmm. a lot about that. And I have some ideas. I know you have some ideas, and I'm I'm looking forward to chatting about it with you. Yeah, I did. We basically we you know, had an outline for this, and then I said, let's just throw this all out because um, <laughs> I have I have a gal and a podcast that I listen to. So if anybody is listening to this podcast and they're or they're interested in more explicit information about sex in the relationship, um, one of my favorite podcasts is by um, Foreplay Radio. So check them out. But one of the things that I had picked up, and I'm, I might be butchering this, but I'm going to give credit where credit is due, is how to win the weekend. And something that really resonated that I heard on this podcast was the rule of three by three. And the rule of three by three is on the weekend, you have to establish three hours for yourself, three hours for your partner, and three hours for your family. So you get how that three by three works in there. Sure. And um, I that one really hit for me because I want something very practical, as you said, and I want something that is easy to remember. And um, it fits for me because the three hours for self, I just don't think a lot of people take time for themselves. And self-care is so important. And I'm so curious, Zach, what you do for self-care for, for you. Well, first, I have a couple of questions because I can already tell you what would happen if I said that to clients in my office? I said, oh, you should okay. take three hours for yours. First yeah. of all, um, when when you think about this, does it have to be three hours in a row? Mm. Or is it three hours over the course of the weekend? Mm. Um, that's an interesting to me. The second one is, well, actually, this is probably actually the first one. As soon as I say that to a, a couple, they're going to say, man, I don't have time for that. There's no way I can fit that into my weekend. There's no way I can yeah, right. pull that off. Like, How yeah. do we change that mindset a little bit? Um, mm-hmm. And then I guess my second question for you would be, when you think about the three hours, is it these chunks or is it, I mean, I, all I together? I, yeah. yeah. And I'll, well, I will then tell you what I do for my time on the weekends. Yeah. I think um, for me, I think of it in, in chunks because if I started to separate it, it's all about simplicity. And so if I started to sort of say, okay, I'm going to take my one hour for myself on this Saturday morning and then another hour later tonight, and then maybe another hour on Sunday, I think it would just get too convoluted and, and become more difficult than it really needs to be. But I think that if I really plan ahead, and that's part of the question I think oftentimes that people get into or the hard part is that for your couples that might have some pushback, like, I don't have time for that. Of course they do. You have time for that. How many hours yeah. are in a weekend? Are we talking about Friday night through Sunday night? What is that? 48 plus what? Maybe like six 12, hours? Yeah. Yeah. So you have plenty of time, but it's all about planning ahead for it. You can't just wait for this time to smack you upside the face and say, oh, it's time for you to take some time for yourself because you have to plan around, especially if you have a large family, multiple activities, which I know that you with two girls going different directions, you have lots of things going on a little bit easier for me. But I would say plan ahead have it on your calendar, talk to your partner about it ahead of time. Don't just spring it on them that you're going to be going to the spa Saturday. By um, the way, I'll see you in three hours. <laughs> and a hundred dollars uh, down. But yeah. Um, yeah, I would say take it all at once. What do you think about that? Would it be easier for you to spread it out? Probably easier for me to spread it out. Um, and I would probably want to bite it off in chunks during the weekend. I mean, one thing that I 
do in my life in general is that I, um, I'm kind of a night owl. And so I usually seize Friday night, um, not like to go out with my buddies, but when the house is quiet, I take permission to stay up later and kind of finish things that matter to me. So whether it's an article I'm writing or some client notes I'm trying to finish, or probably more likely a show that I want to just absorb. Um, Mm -hmm. I usually let myself just have the quiet house on the weekend. And then, you know, I, I, I'm really energized by kind of taking care of my family. Like I said, I want to, I want to go to that soccer game and I want to take all that in. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so that's probably the family piece. And then Rebecca and I, we're, we're getting better about just really taking, um, it's not even taking, I think it's educating our kids that mom and dad's relationship is a priority. Um, mm-hmm. we've never had to do that before. Like you didn't have to do that with your toddler. You don't have to do that with your toddler explicitly. Not yet. Oh, um, we're working on it. He's still in our bed. So we're trying to kick him out and let him know this is just for mommy and daddy. <laughs> right on. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what we're starting to do is just to say, Hey, you know what guys, like you're both old enough to take care of yourselves, um, for three hours at a time or mm-hmm. something. And, um, so we're going to let you babysit yourselves or we're going to mm-hmm. tell you to go read a book and we're just going to go do something on our own. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in terms of like the, I don't have time for that. Uh, and the, and the, and your sort of notion that of course they do. I always tell couples always, 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 I can tell you exactly what your priorities are mm-hmm. by the way that you use your time and your money. I've and, heard this. I've heard you say this. And, um, you show me your calendar and you show me your checkbook and I can tell you what you care about. And if, yeah. and if it's your relationship, you will make time for your relationship. And if it's mm-hmm. not, you just have to acknowledge the truth that you care more about your job or more about your sleep or more about your kid than you mm-hmm. do about your partner. And that that's an okay thing to admit. It's certainly the beginning of change, but, um, right. Yeah. Just having a very clear picture, an accurate picture of what's really going on here. Yeah. In terms of winning the weekend though, like I think if you have this sort of three by three model, that's almost irrelevant. Like it's, I think what's relevant is that you have a model and that you mm-hmm. do the weekend on purpose to oh, yeah. chase yep. your priorities, you know? Um, yeah. And I think I like you know, that that's model. why for the three by three model, it is about being intentional. It is about heading in and saying, you know what, I, I'm going to be intentional about my self-care this weekend. And I need I need three hours to myself to, and I'm, I'm a lot like you in that, well, I'm maybe not, a, I, I don't finish tasks by any stretch of the imagination when it is my alone time. Um, I'm probably going to start off by watching uh, some crappy television and then I'm going to end up taking a two and a half hour nap. And that's probably what my alone time would look like, but it will be Uh amazingly energizing. Um, But you know what I just, you know what I call a nap? Did I tell you what I call a nap? What is a nap? In my family, I don't take a nap. I take a mental health break. That's what you're calling it. Do you actually (laughs) sleep or is it just, no, I tell my kids, I tell my wife, I'm going to go take a mental health break. And that mm-hmm. means I'm taking a nap. <laughs> okay, that's good. I And when I, I want to ca- go to the bathroom, I say, I'm going to go read I'm a magazine. Go, uh-huh. I'm going to go uh, catch up on Facebook. Yeah. No, that's gross. <laughs> so um, what would be your model? If you weren't to do the three by three, you said it's all about being intentional for the weekend. How are you going to win the weekend? Like when you walk away from your weekend, it's Monday morning, and you look back on your weekend, what's going to be really um, amazing for you? What are you going to remember? Honestly, I'm probably more of a task and calendar guy. Um, so if we look at, if we're on Friday afternoon, and we say, hey, 
what do we need to get done this weekend? Or what do we, what do, how do we call it good? It's probably a checklist, you know, mm-hmm. did we get to go on a walk? Did we finish repairing the fence? Did I uh, check off all these tasks on my to-do list? Did mm-hmm. we enjoy the soccer game or the play? Or, you know, I'm probably more of a um, setting your atten- intention kind mm-hmm. of person. And then when you get to Sunday, to look back and go, did we accomplish that? And if we did, we win. And if we didn't, then we have some work to do for next week. So uh, let me ask this question because if I'm some, if I'm, I love to, I love writing lists, but I had some pushback from a supervisor of mine. And he basically said, it's a good thing you and I are not partners because um, your tasks would drive me up the wall, would stress me out, and I would immediately push back on them any moment I saw that. And I, I kind of feel a little bit like my husband can be that way where I have got a honeydew list that's building over the week and then it's Friday night and I'm like, let's just jump right into our honeydew list. I have tons of things for you to do for me <laughs> around the house. And he just wants to sort of veg out. We've kind of swapped roles in the years of how we spend our free time on the weekends. But what would you do if somebody got uh, like making a list and calendaring their weekend? That's like the opposite of what some people want. They want their weekends to just come by uh, and sort of blow in and blow out and they'll just take any offer that comes their way and they don't want to be that intentional about it. You know, I think lately I've been talking to clients a lot about agreement. Um, the reason that things trouble us from the past is that we don't agree what they mean, or we don't agree about the story that we're telling. And I think with regard to the weekend, if you're going to win the weekend, you just kind of have to agree that it's maybe not going to be exactly Laura's weekend or exactly Ryan's weekend or, you know, but that we're going to, we're going to make some choices that help us kind of understand that this is a time, like, what does Saturday mean? Does Saturday Mm -hmm. mean get stuff done or does it mean rest? Right. Um, And it could mean both. Does Saturday mean Saturday morning? Is that the time that we hike or is that the time that we clean? Mm-hmm. And maybe you have to trade off, but I think the the reason it get we get in trouble is because we go into Saturday and we have no sense of agreement about what Saturday is right. supposed to be. Yeah, there hasn't been a conversation. Um, yeah, converse, conversation. I can't even say it wrong. <laughs> you can't even say until it I, right until I do say it wrong, and you make fun of me. Hey, um, so we've got lots of ideas. I'd love to hear your ideas about winning the weekend. Um, I think it's the, um, I, I'd like to talk about it some more too, especially after we have a couple more of these under our belt and just figure mm-hmm. out what is it that's really working for us. We both had unusual weekends last weekend, but mine's yeah. pretty standard this weekend. Um, yeah. Well, you so know, the, the part about your weekend is that it was focused on your relationship and my weekend was focused on self-care and the three but, by three. But that's also is, focusing on your relationship, which I think is cool. That's true. Yeah. They all sort of feed into each other. So um, let's get some feedback from those who are listening. Send us your sort of rules or your intentions that you have these agreements on about how to win the weekend. Um, we'd love to hear about it. So you can contact us at info at forbetter.us. It's F-O-R-B-E-T-T-E-R dot us. And you'll get, uh, you'll get me and you'll get Zach who doesn't answer emails. So you'll get me. I do answer emails. That is not nice. <laughs> um, I tease. It just, I has tease. To begin, it just has to begin with, dear Zach, please answer this email. Yeah. Please ignore <laughs> Laura. <laughs> no, no, no. Or it has to come from my wife. That's whose emails I answer. All right. Later, dudes. Hey friends, thanks for listening. And if you found this episode helpful, 
please review us on iTunes. If you haven't already subscribed to Marriage Therapy Radio, go ahead and do that. Do that today because we have some of the most challenging couple complaints coming down the pipeline. And I just want to make sure that you don't miss an episode. Also, we have been talking about connection. If you're curious about how connected you and your mate are, take our connection quiz at www.forbetter.us forward slash get started. And I just wanted to thank you for your time, your attention, but mostly thank you for your energy that you're investing in your relationship for better. Thanks. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.